तब कथामृतम तप्त जीवनम कविदीड़ कलमशापहम श्रवणमंगल श्रीमदातम भुवि गृहती बुरीदाय The nectar of the worlds is the life for those who are scorched by the world. The words which have been uttered by the knowers of truth, which wipe out sins, the very hearing of which is beneficial, which are beautiful, pleasing to the ears, pleasing to the hearts, which are inexhaustible. Those who recount them on the earth are the givers of plenty. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Peace, 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 went forth. We are studying Shami Bishuddhanandas Shat Prasanga. Name of this lecture, the talks of this series is Gems from the Garden of Saints. Shami Bishuddhanandaji was the eighth president of the Ramakrishna Order, a disciple of Holy Mother. He was born in 1883, passed away in 1962. He was an illumined-inspired soul, helped many, many people in their spiritual journey. Ramakrishna Mission, Shillong, 18th March, 1957. That day, Swami talked about the Bhagavad Gita. Gita. Gita is a wonderful scripture, non-sectarian scripture. Gita means song. Bhagavad Gita means song of God. It consists of seven hundred verses, and it is a part of the Mahabharata, the great epics, which consists of one hundred thousand verses. Arjuna had two problems: fear and delusion. These two problems we find in every human being: fear, fear of death, fear of a scandal, fear of losing money, fear of disease, fear of old age, fear of so many things. And delusion. Sometimes we are confused. We do not know what is right, what is wrong. We cannot make a decision. 
Every one of us. We cannot make decision. What is right? What is wrong? Shami Vivekananda gave a good definition about right and wrong. The thing which you make you strong, that is right. And the thing which you make weak, that is wrong. You don't need encyclopedia, Britannica, or big dictionary to understand what is right, what is wrong. When you do right, your inside, your consciousness, you did right. And when you do wrong, our conscience tells us you did wrong. So Arjuna was really confused. He came to fight, which is a righteous war. And he told Krishna, drive my chariot in between these two belligerent armies. One side 11 million, another side 7 millions. So 18 million people are fighting and going to be destroyed. Only 8 or 10 people survived in the whole world. Who will win? That is the question. Dharma or adharma? Righteousness or unrighteousness? Truth or untruth? Good or evil? Who will win? That it is a decisive war. Krishna drove the chariot. Arjuna saw, you see, he was the greatest hero in the Mahavarata. He had one weapon named Pashupat, which he got from Lord Shiva. In one way, if he throws one, all 11 billion people will die instantly. One arm. But he saw his guru, who taught him archery. He taught his grand, great-grandfather, Vishma, and all these great heroes. He was scared. Not only that, emotion arose in his mind. My brother, my cousin, my uncle, my all my relatives, all will be wiped out. With whom shall I enjoy this kingdom? So he said, not Jyotshe, I shall not fight. Shriya Bhaktum Bhaksham Apiyo Loke, I shall be a magician. I shall live on arms. I don't want to fight. Krishna said, my goodness, you came to fight, you asked me to be your charioteer, I took the job, and now you say you don't fight? It will not work. Krishna can see the past, present and future. You see, it is not in the Gita, it is in the Bhagavatam. When Krishna came, he just gave a look like this. In this way, he took away the longevity of 18 million people. He said, they are already killed. Nihata sarvevite, they are all killed. You, nimitta matra bhavasebhasachin, you just be the witness. I already killed them. It is in the Bhagavatam, how Krishna sucked 
the longevity of the, all these people. These are unrighteous. They must be wiped out. I have come to establish dharma. Bhagavad Gita is really a beautiful scripture. Do you know why? Human God understands human problems. He knows our problems. Then Krishna says, Kalebhyam asma gama partha naitatva yupapaiddhati kshudram rida daurvailam tyaktattishta parantapa Give up this unmanliness. It does not defeat you. Klebhata. Kleb means coward. <coughs> Unmanly. You are a hero. Give up this faint-heartedness. Rise up. And fight. Sometimes people think that, you know, what kind of Hindu God is this? That he is asking, fight, kill. Or Christ said, if anybody slaps on your right cheek, turn to your left. And Krishna is asking, fight. Those who do not know the background of the Gita, they misunderstand. Krishna did not want this war. He went to, as an emissary, as an ambassador of the Pandavas to stop this world. But Durjodhana did not listen, the king of the unrighteous party. Please give five villages to these five brothers. You take the whole kingdom. No. Not only that, they humiliated Draupadi in publicly. So the war became inevitable. But Krishna said, I shall not touch in weapon. I should be impartial. Durjadana, you have a choice. Take my 10,000 well-trained soldiers. On the other side, I shall be just as an advisor, I shall not touch any weapon. The Krishna Arjuna said, I want you. I do not want 10,000. You be my charioteer. He became the charioteer. And the, before the war, Krishna gave three hundred three hour sermons. <laughs> he taught if you watch Gita you will find eighteen steps. Vishada Yoga, Shanka Yoga, Karma Yoga, Bhakti Raja Gana Yoga, 
सन्यास योग ध्यान योग अक्षर ब्रह्म योग ज्ञान विज्ञान योग राज योग देन विश्वरूप व्हाट इज कॉल्ड इज कॉस्मिक फॉर्म दैट योग भोक्ति योग इन दिस वे वी फाइंड एटीन योगस टू टेक ओरिजिन फ्रॉम वन स्टेप टू द अदर एंड फाइनली मोक्ष मुक्ति लिबरेशन सो हियर स्वामी वॉज टॉकिंग अबाउट ही कृष्ण टॉट ओरिजुन कर्म योगा ज्ञान योगा राज योगा भक्ति योगा आपका टीचिंग ऑफ योगा से शेष निस्त्रिगुण फर्जुन ओर्जुन ट्रांसेंट द्री गुणस एंड बी ए योगी वॉट इज योग समत्तम योग युच्छति इक्वनिमिटी ऑफ द माइंड इज कॉल योग गीता प्लीज वॉच दिस ब्यूटिफुल डेफिनेशन इक्वनिमिटी ऑफ द माइंड इज योग हैप्पीनेस मिजरी प्रॉब्लम दीज थिंग्स कम योर माइंड विल बी ऑलवेज ट्रांकुल काम सीरियन हाउ टू डू इट कृष्ण के अनदर डेफिनेशन ऑफ योग योग कर्मसु कौशलम स्किल इन एक्शन इज कॉल योग वॉट इज स्किल इन एक्शन वर्क बट डू नॉट सीक द फ्रूट्स यू हैव द राइट टू एक्शन नॉट टू द फ्रूट्स पेनटास्ट हाउ इज इट पॉसिबल When we do something, or you always seek result. Krishna says, "Kripana falahi tava." Those who seek result, they are wretched people. A karma yogi, you see, we really do not know how to work. If you want to be a karma yogi, you need three qualifications. First. बाशनाथ त्याग गिव अप डिजायर्स सेकेंड अहोंग त्याग गिव अप ईगो थर्ड फॉलो कामोना त्याग गिव अप द रिजल्ट ऑफ एक्शन बोले आई शैल वर्क एंड आई शैल नॉट आई शुड नॉट एव इन ईगो विदाउट ईगो हाउ कैन आई वर्क Krishna demonstrated. I am working all the time. Do you see my ego? No, you are. God created this beautiful world: mountain, trees, plants, ocean. Does He come and tell us, "I created all these things"? Do you know? Put an ad in my name. I created all of you. He does not come to tell us. We don't see His ego. तस्मात योगी फवर्जुन अर्जुन बीए योगी मन मना भव मत भक्त फिक्स युअर माइंड इन मी बी माई जेबोटी दिस इज द वे यू कैन फिक्स युअर माइंड इन मी हाउ टू कीप इन माइंड इन गॉड ऑल द टाइम 
fix your mind in me, divert all your energy toward me, then you will live in me. Do not doubt about it. In the eighth verse of the twelfth chapter of the Gita, Krishna mentioned these things. How to do it? This is a secret. We want to live with God. You are my dear. You are my friend. You are my cousin. You are my devotee. I shall tell you what is good for you. Krishna is telling this his message to the world through his through Arjuna. I remember when I was working on this book, How to Live with God, in the company of Ramakrishna. I still remember. I shall read a little to you. The main theme of this book is how to love God, how to live with Him, and how can we establish a relationship with Him. You see, relationship is very, very important. When I say in India, we call Atman. Atma, from Atma comes the word Atmiyo. You are my relative. That means you are my Atmiyo. I have relationship with my Atman, with you. Your Atman, my Atman are one. Your body, my body may be separate. That way we establish relationship. Atmiyo. The person we really deeply we feel, hey, that person is my religion. How can we love God? I gave an example. Love and knowledge go together. We cannot love a man or a woman without knowing him or her. Again, we cannot know a person fully without having love for and interest in that person. The more we know someone, the more our love increases. A man, a man, a woman saw a handsome man in a gathering and fell in love with him. Then she heard from his friends that he was from a wealthy family <coughs> and would inherit a fortune. This news increased her love immensely. <laughs> Later she heard that he was a brilliant writer, an artist, a musician and endowed with noble character. The more she learned about the good qualities of that man, the more her love increased. A true lover wants to know every minute details about the beloved. How love increases. Sometimes you know, knowledge and love, they go together. You cannot love a person on the street, a stranger. You will have to know that person. How knowledge and love go together. And if I want to know you, I will have to love you. Then you know if that person's inside, outside. Otherwise, hi, hi. Shake hands, I do not know you, you do not know me. How can we live with God? A blacksmith puts an iron rod into the fire with his right hand and works the bellows with his left. After 15 or 20 minutes, the iron rod becomes red. Then he grabs it with tongs and hammers it on his anvil to give it shape. Thus, a cold black iron rod becomes a red hot and generates light and heat because of its association with the fire. Similarly, if we can connect the mind with God every day, 
for 15 or 20 minutes uninterruptedly, it will become luminous and spiritual. Just 15 or 20 minutes. I sometimes say, if you meditate 20 minutes, I, am assure, I assure you, you are not going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you are not going to die, I can, I can assure you. 15, 20 minutes uninterruptedly, if I can put your mind in God. In the Gorur Purana, they say, if you can put your mind 12 seconds, they call it 12 breaths. I think I took it 12 seconds. In one spot, that is called one unit concentration. 12 seconds. Hold the mind. 12 seconds. And if you can hold the mind, 12 multiplying 12 means 144 seconds, means 2 minutes 24 seconds. That is called one unit meditation. 2 minutes 24 seconds, my mind will not move. Only will be focused only one theme only. And 144 multiplying 12 is equivalent to 1728 seconds. Means 28 minutes, some seconds. If you can hold your mind on one place, that is called one unit shamadi. We are all seeking shamadi, you know. Shamadi. <coughs> In fact, one lives where one's mind is. When someone asks me how to live with God, I recall the three verses of the Bhagavad Gita, in which Krishna succinctly says, that what devotees are supposed to do and what he will do for them. Those whose minds are fixed on me and whose lives are absorbed in me derive satisfaction and delight from enlightening one another and always speaking of me to those who are constantly devoted, who worship me with love. I give the power of discrimination by which they come to me. Solely out of compassion for them, I dwelling within their hearts, dispel the darkness, born of ignorance with the effulgent lamp of wisdom. First three lines, what you are supposed to do. Next three lines, what God is going to do to you. Dadami buddhi yogam tam yenamam upayantite I connect their buddhi intellect with me so that they can reach me. You see, some days, if your mind is full of satyaguna, you will feel that Average, straight, that deep mind does not want to do anything. It wants to absorb in God. Some days, mind is very restless. That means full of rajas or tamas. How can we establish relationship with God? We establish a relationship with God in the same way you establish human relationships. There is a saying, relationships develop through frequent visits. Human relationships become established through frequent contact, otherwise out of sight, out of mind. The vision of God depends on longing, but longing does not arise until the desire for worldly enjoyment comes to an end. How can we cultivate the long this longing for God and establish a relationship with Him? Aim the recorder of the Gospel of Ramakrishna used an example from everyday life to explain these to devotees. One should have the company of holy people. That gradually develops longing. When the bride sees the bridegroom for the first time during the wedding ceremony, 
she is not very attractive to her husband. In India, at that time, parents generally arranged their daughter's marriage while she was young. When the ceremony is over, she does not want to leave her parents and relatives to go with her new husband. She cries and clings to her loving parents when she was lived with parents whom she has lived with all her life. This is natural. But it is not proper for her to live with her parents throughout her life. Her parents console her saying, Our sweet child, don't cry. He is your husband. His house is your real home. And you will have to set up your own household there. Finally, encouraged by her friends and relatives, she leaves her parents and moves on with her husband. Years go by. Suddenly her mother becomes very sick and her father writes to her, My dear daughter, please come home immediately. Your mother is very sick. She replies, Father, it is difficult for me to come just now. My son is taking his examination. My husband is busy in his office. If I leave, who will cook for them and manage this household? I am sorry that I cannot come now. I shall try to visit you in the fall. This is the way it goes. You see, 18 years, 20 years, this girl lived with her parents. And the husband who has come, zero knowledge about him. And now she is going to live with this man whom she does not know anything. She is a stranger to him. Slowly she goes with her husband, helpless. She establishes a relationship, my husband. And then when this relationship is established, look, she does not want to come back. In the beginning she does not want, she did not want to go. Now she does not want to come back. That happens in a spiritual life. If you have really established a relationship with God, it is hard for you to come back. Relationship is very, very important. These little children, they know my parents will protect me, my parents will feed me, clothe me. They have fully established relationship with parents. Same thing in the spiritual life. If you have established relationship, you have no fear. The Swami quoted this, the greatest, one of the greatest verses of the Bhagavad Gita. Isharao sarvabhutanam riddeshe orjunati ishtati Brahmayan sarvabhutani jantra rudhani mayaya Listen, Arjuna, you are seeking God. God dwells in the hearts of all human beings. The kingdom of heaven is within you. Do you know why you are not seeing God? Jantra Rurhani Mayaya. Perhaps you saw a merry-go-round. One little kid sat on the elephant, another sat on the horse, another sat on the buffalo, another sat on the toy, in this way. And the man, he rotates. And these children, perhaps 12 rounds, they are all even lying there and they are rotating. So all these billions of people, we are all, you are riding on a horse, I am riding on an elephant. Everybody is riding on something and we are jumping. And God is rotating his 
मेरी मेरी को रहा हूँ नच कृष्ण से भ्रामायण सर्वभूतानी जंत्र रूढ़ानी माया ऑल दिस पीपल आर मूविंग अराउंड बाय माया माय प्ले यू नो इट इज सो दिस गीता इज सो यू कैन विविलियस सी इट यू नो माया माया गॉड इज इन साइज हाउ डू आई नो इट इज इन दी तुत्तीर उपनिषद तत्सृष्टवा तेवानी प्राविशत तत्सृष्टवा दैट ब्रह्मन क्रिएट है एंड देन तदेव अनुप्राविशत एंड एंटर्ड इन साइ गॉड क्रिएट इज अस एंड एंटर्ड इन साइ एस कॉन्शियसनेस दैट कॉन्शियसनेस इज गॉड Then he says, you know, keeping God inside, and we are searching God everywhere. I told you that famous poem of Tagore. Ami apun gandhe ghuri ghuri mori khunjite gandh mamo kosturi mirgo shamo. Ami apun gandhe ghuri ghuri mori the mass deer. Gets the fragrance of the mask, and the deer is searching the source of that fragrance, without knowing that it is coming from the navel. So the deer runs and runs and runs. Average deer runs sixty miles a day, unnecessarily. They run, and then they collapse. They die. Then the hunters go and extract that. That mask from the navel of the deer. So he is telling that you know we are carrying God all the time, but we do not know. There is a Sufi story. Is there a man lost, dropped a key in his house, and he was found outside on the street, and he was searching something there. Then somebody came. What are you searching? Well, I am searching my key. But why did you drop it? But I drop it at home. Then why are you searching on the street? But there is a street light. I do not have any light in my home. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have any light in my home, so I am searching on the in the street. स्वामी टकटाबाउट कई मनोवक्य मनमुख एक भावर घरे चूरी ना स्मरण नीते पेड़ तब कृपाय शांति लाभ है मनमुख एक करो दैट इज वन अफ द्यूटिफुल टीचिंग रामकृष्ण यूनाइट यर माइंड एंड स्पीच भेरि भेरि डिफिकल्ट यू थिंक मेनी थिंग्स यू कैन नट एक्सप्रेस No way, you will be embarrassed. <laughs> we will be, not you. We, we all will be. <laughs> if we think, or if we express all of your thoughts, by goodness, 
It is good that we have some ignorance, you know, Maya. It will be terrible. If you, t if you tell your boss what is in your mind, you may be fired. <laughs> really? But Ramakrishna can do that. His mind and his speech are the same. Why? No Maya. He has nothing to hide. We are very secrecy. Secretive, you know. Oh, secrecy, secrecy, secrecy. Shh. The person more they will find secret, you know. Sometimes the politicians, they use one sentence, it has three, four meanings. They twist the words. I did not mean that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if I was listening to the our governor of Missouri, he was interviewed by the CNN about the Ferguson that riot going on. He is twisting his own words. I know this man is crooked. He is not straight. Cannot speak straight. That is the reason Thakur, you know what Sri Ramakrishna says? Janma Janmantre Tapashatakle Manusharol Hai. A person becomes very simple if he has a practice of a lot of spiritual disciplines in his past lives. Very, you will find some people are very straight, very simple. Their mind doesn't go zigzag, zigzag way, like politicians. Shh. Oh, they are crooked minds. <laughs> Same thing we find the first peace mantra of the Rig Veda. Bang me manasi pratishtitam, manu me vachi pratishtitam. May my speech be one by mind, be my mind, be one with my speech. O thou self luminous Brahman, remove the veil of ignorance from before me that I may behold thy light. Do thou reveal to me the spirit of the scriptures, may the truth of the scriptures may ever present to me. May I seek day and night to realize what I learned from the sages. May I speak the truth of Brahman, may I speak the truth. May it protect me, may it protect my teacher. Om, peace, peace, peace. That is the peace mantra of the Rig Veda. Bang me manasi pratishtita. Manu me bachi pratishtitam. May my speech be one with my mind, and may my mind be one with my speech. Truth, that, that means, do you know what that means? That your mind, your life, your everything is based on truth and truth alone. And truth alone traps. Truth manifests like blazing sun. Buddha says, in my religion, there is no secrecy. Do you know who wants secrecy? Three persons want secrecy. First, he says, Police, prostitute, and a thief. These three persons need secrecy. Police, they will they have very secret things they will not tell you. Prostitutes, they will never they cannot express everything about their life. And thief. They always hide something. But true religion it's just like, like, like open light. 
Then Swami talked about this human body is the tabernacle of God. There is a mantra in the which Upanishad I don't remember. Koshituki. Deho devalayo prokto sajivo kevalo shiva. Deho, body. Devalayo. Deva alayo. Deva means God. Alay means abode. This body is the abode, the temple of God. Sajivo kevalo shiva. The person who dwells in your body, he is God. It is in the Upanishad. That Swami was talking about, you know, you should clean your temple. <laughs> you should not keep your temple unclean. Physical, physically you should be clean, mentally you should be clean. Please clean your temple. Otherwise, it would be hard for God to dwell in that unclean place. Then he told the parable of Sri Ramakrishna. There was a crazy fellow named Podo. One rainy night, evening, he entered into a dilapidated temple. That temple is... Nobody goes there. Inside only bats, chamsika. Bad odor and bats dropping and some cracks and some trees are coming, you know, that dilapidated. So he went inside the temple and started to play his conch. All villagers came thinking that should be a, some people perhaps installed the deity, dedication ceremony, all rushed to that place. Then they found my that crazy podo is blowing the conch. <laughs> then he said, Shakpure tui kordli gol. There is a beautiful song there about it. Oh Podo, without cleaning the temple, why did you blow the conch? It is a very dirty place, we cannot breathe even. Bad odor. First clean the temple, install the deity, then blow the conch. That Swami said, please keep your system clean. How can we keep your system clean? How keep your body clean? Soap. <laughs> you put soap in your body and clean your body. But how will you clean your mind? Our Swami Shraddhanandaji used to say, you know, when I see the vacuum cleaner in America, I become very envy. <laughs> American people are so have so much ingenuity. Why do they not invent a mind vacuum cleaner? <laughs> you know, in their mind is a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> How can we have it? We'll be billionaire. I tell you frankly, if anybody can do that, you know, in America, <laughs> mind vacuum cleaner. Just vacuum your mind. <laughs> As you don't vacuum, just vacuum, vacuum, vacuum your floor. It's called just Facebook. Huh? It's called Facebook. Facebook. It clears the mind, no problem. <laughs> that one is so difficult. How to vacuum the mind. There you will have to come to yoga. 
Oh. I sometimes do. Do you know what I repeat at that time? Mano drishamidam sarbam yatkinchit sajracharam mano hi amani bhave duitunak pulabhyate. In the Manjuku Upanishad, there is a mantra. Mano drishamidam sarbam, whatever you see, it is all these seen objects of the mind. I see. I see her, I see him, I see him, I see this temple, I see everything. It is Manudrishyam. My mind is seeing all these things. Whatever movable, immovable things of the world, my eyes are the seer. Lochanam Drik. Are the eyes the seer? No. Mind is the seer. I, my eyes are open toward you. I am not thinking of you at all. I am thinking something else. So actually I am not seeing you. My eyes are open, but I am not seeing you. If mind does not get connection to the eyes, I cannot recognize you. Then what happens to the eyes, mind? Dhibrittayo. Again, the shakshi, the witness, watches the mind waves. When you have a good thought, you can see. I have a good thought. When you have a bad thought, you can see. I have a bad thought. Your, the shakshi, the consciousness, the atman, is all is the witness. He is watching. There is a book called Digdrishya Viveka, a famous book on Vedanta. There it says that who is the seer. The real seer is the atman, shakshi, the witness, consciousness. All the time watching our every action, every thought, everything. Amazing. So, Manodrishyam idam sarvam jatkinchi chaturacharam, all these things, whatever I see, it is Manodrishyam. Manohi amani bhave doitu nao polibhati. When the mind becomes mindless, this duality is not perceived. How can I make the mind mindless? That is the technique you will have to learn from Vedanta. How to stop the mind? Look what Patanjali says. Yoga chitta vritti nirodha. What is yoga? Controlling the thought waves of the mind is called yoga. How many stages of the mind? Five. Kshipta, Bikshipta, Mura, Ekagra, Nirodha. Shikta means restless mind, always jumping like a monkey. Bikshipta, sometimes good thoughts, sometimes bad thoughts. It is oscillating, it is jumping one to the other. Mura, stupid mind, sleepy. Fourth, Ekagra, one pointed mind, concentrated mind. Niruda, mind is not working. You are calm, serene. When? The moment you are desireless. It is the desire which is pumping our mind and is the cause of all the jumps of the mind. Desires. Desires. When there is no desire, 
mind stops. How to stop these desires? Remove the ignorance. That is the reason that if you read Yogabhashish or Ramayana, that is their philosophy. Mununash, Bhashanakkai, Tattvagyan. Bhashan, the moment cessation of desire, dissolution of the mind. Dissolution of the mind is illumination. How to do it? When you sit in the shrine every day, practice. I shall not, I, on the, at this time being said, let there be no desire in my mind. No, no. Always you will see the mind is going through the eyes. Boom, boom, boom. Mind is running. Just at that time concentrate here. No, no, no. I won't let you go. I won't let you go outside. Oh my mind, stay within yourself. Don't run here and there. There is a song. No, no, no. If we, for five minutes you do that, you will be, immediately you will find that immediately it will settle in your heart chakra. It will. You see, those who practice this spiritual sadhana, they know this secret. How to do it? Or you can do it through love. You have tremendous love for your chosen deity or your guru. Shh, mind will settle there. The person you love, you carry that person all the time in your heart. You cannot deny it. And you, everybody, you will find somebody is carrying someone, the person you love. We carry so many things. But there is a Thakura telling the Brahmos, Tumra Share Mate Acho, you people are very intelligent. You have some mind in God and some mind a little bit, husband, wife, children, family, money, enjoyment. You have very nice, you have you have both. But I'm a Jolegeshi. I am completely burnt. My Maya is already all is completely gone. My mind never goes that side. It just stays only in Divine Mother. Only that person becomes a spiritual dynamo. Only when he speaks, it penetrates. That is the reason when you read the Gospel of Ramakrishna, you will find it is penetrating inside. You cannot help it. I remember we had a teacher in training center, Swami Bodhatmananda. I cannot tell you. Vedanta class was only sit there. And he was giving classes. You don't need any preparation. You will feel that somebody is penetrating inside you. I have never experienced that thing. Penetrating inside you. You cannot help it. He is not only speaking from intellectual. He is, he is giving his experience. It will work. When Shamiji was complaining that my mind is restless, 
What? Come here. Do you know what Thakur did? He took the nail of his uh, thumb and pressed here. <coughs> Sri Ramakrishna put this one in between the eyebrows of Swamiji. Concentrate here. It worked. It worked. Well, my guru did it with a broken glass. Tutapuri. Pressed it and with this thumb, Thakur, with the pressed between the eyebrows of Swamiji. It worked. God is always looking at us and we are turning our faces. We are not... We are not... He is looking want to see us and we are turning our faces from him. Maya. The Swami says, some years ago, a, a Maharani, Nodiyar Maharani came to me and said, Ami Jolepuri Murchi, Shangshari, there are so much problems and so much suffering, pain, agony, worries, anxieties. Could you help me? Swami said, I can tell you the secret, but you will you not like it. What? Give up. Give up. Real peace comes from non-attachment, renunciation. Swami Vasudevananda went to Swami Turiyananda, Maharaj Kishe Shanti Hai. Maharaj Swami, could you tell me how can I get peace? Swami Turiyananda said, Tumakya kya secret boli, echa job kuru. Let me tell you a secret. Repeat it. Bairagyam eva avayam. Bairagyam eva avayam. Bairagyam eva avayam. It is in Bhurtirhuri Bairagya Shatakam. Hundred verses, or one hundred verses of on renunciation. It is verse, I think, 32 or 33. There says, Non-attachment alone makes one fearless, brings peace. Swami says, it is in the gospel that a, a camel eats the thorny plants, its mouth bleeds, still it will eat. Similarly, these worldly people suffer so much, still they cannot get rid of their enjoyment. So, Krishna says, Sarva-dharman paritijya mame kam sharanam braja ang tvam sarva papebhva mokshoishyami mashucha Give up all of your duties. Take refuge in me. I shall protect you from all sins. Do not grieve. That is God's promise to humankind. Mm. 
Some people think Shamigo is saying, some people think, you know, when my mind will be pure, at that time I shall think about God. <laughs> then he quoted, Jai Chati Hiharing Smurtum Vyaparantra Gati Rupi Samudre Shantakallale Sanatum Ichyati Durmati the person who thinks that after, you know, solving problems, family life, during retirement, I shall think about God. No way. That person is really stupid who thinks that after the ocean waves subside, I shall take bath in the ocean. You will never get bath in the ocean. You will have to jump into the wavy ocean and take your bath. So if you think all family problems I shall solve and you know, then I shall whole time I shall think about it. I remember a man came from Tennessee and asked Swami, I am now retired. All time is in my hand. Tell me what I am supposed to do. I'm going to really? <laughs> I have the formula. Well, what is the formula? Morning, one hour meditation, one hour reading. Noon, one hour meditation, one hour reading. Up, evening, after one, one hour meditation, one hour reading. Evening and night, one hour meditation, one hour reading. Eight hours a day. Eight hours sleep. And eight hours food and other things, whatever you do. Within three months you will see that your life is, will be changed. Swami, Eight hours a day. <laughs> I may be end up in mental hospital. <laughs> I may be end up in the mental hospital for me eight hours a day. And when you told me that I gave the prescription. You said all twenty-four hours are mine. <laughs> 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 All 24 hours. I told you what to do. Tasma sarveshu kaleshu maamunishmara juddhacha mayar pita manabuddhir mami vishya jivam asham shaya. What a beautiful word. Tasma, therefore, sarveshu kaleshu, all the time, maamunishmara. Think of me and fight. Think of me and fight. Think of me and fight. Then you will never lose the battle. Mayar pita manubuddhi, the person whose mind dwells in me. Mame vaishyasi, samshaya. And there is no doubt that person will, will be with me. Do you know how does it go? Where your mind is, there you are. If your mind in God, you live in God. If your mind in worldly things, you are you live in Maya. Just check your mind. You really, this mind is a mysterious phenomenon. Shankara says in Mani Ratnamala, Jitam Jagat Kena, Manohi Jena. Who has conquered the world? The person who has conquered the mind. Who has conquered the world? The person who has conquered the mind. 
how to fight in the world you know we have disease we have grief we have death we have family problem we have financial problems so I remember one girl, she is African-American, poor. So we sometimes used to help them, giving clothes and some money, food. So one day she called, her name is Joe. Swami, how are you? Uncle Joe, I am not feeling good today. Please, I cannot talk today. You don't feel good? Uncle, no. Hold on the phone, let me pray for you. So I heard the phone, so Joe started to pray. Oh, Almighty God, send all the angels to Swami and give him protection. I need Swami for my financial help. <laughs> <laughs> that girl just gave such a beautiful prayer. <laughs> and their language is so beautiful, you know. <laughs> oh, Almighty God. Send all the angels to Swami. I need and to, and give him all protection. Send all the angels. I need Swami for my financial help. <laughs> Very simple prayer. Manmana bhava mad bhakto mad jaji mam namaskuru. You are very dear to me. Fix your mind on me. Be my devotee. Worship me. Bow down to me, be humble. I shall take care of you. You are my favorite. I love you. The more mind becomes pure, the more it comes Sharanagudi, self-surrender. You see, self-surrender is not so easy. As long as you have ego, no way. Ego. I am beautiful, I am learned, I am bright, I am this, I am monk. His spiritual ego horrible. <laughs> Do you know what happened in monastery? It was raining and some devotees' shoes are outside. So one monk with a with a with a foot pushing the shoes in the shade. Then Babura Mara saw it. Devotees should take with your hand and put on your head and take to the shade. <laughs> you are thinking that you are a monk and you are not supposed to touch the sh devotee's shoes. The way he said, devotees are also God. Thakur said, Bhakta, Bhagavad, Bhagavan, Teen, Ak. Bhakta, devotee, Bhagavan, God, and Bhagavad, scripture, all three are one. This devotee is also God and you are thinking you are a monk and you are pushing his shoes with your foot. Oh, I cannot touch it, you know, with my hand. How Sri Ramakrishna disciples taught the young monks, you know, be humble. Service attitude is very, very important. I still remember <laughs> during Holy Mother Centenary, 1953, I was in 10th grade. 
I was in charge of the shoe department in Holy Mother's house in Udbodhan. I used to, if you give me your shoes, I shall put one on your shoes and another slip I shall give to you. Then when you come back, because with shoes you cannot go upstairs in Udbodhan. And when you come back, then you give your slip, I shall give you your shoes. That was my job. Shangshar. This world, whatever you see, Shami quoted that if you repeat Gita ten times, it becomes Gita, 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 Gita. If you reverse it, it becomes Tagi. That means renounce, renounce, renounce. Then he says, The teaching of the Gita is shun this world with objects and just try to love God. You may be a monk, you may be a householder, does not matter. Anittam asukam lokam imam pratyabhajasamam. This world is anittam, not permanent place. Asukam, full of misery. So worship me. Then he says that if I worship God, what shall I gain? Krishna says, Jang labdua chaparam lava mannate nadikam tata jasmin sthito na dukhi na guru na pibi chaldati. Jang labdua chaparam lava. And when you gain such thing, you will not find there is nothing other than greater than this one God. And when you are established in that God, in the Atman, in spiritual realm, thousands of miseries and sufferings will not be able to shake you. You will be unperturbed. That Krishna says. Trials and tribulations will come in human life. You cannot just stop it. As long the moment we enter into the domain of Maya, happiness and misery, as Swamiji said, it is just like a pendulum. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. Happiness, misery, happiness, misery, happiness, misery. You have never seen a person all the time happy or all the time miserable. They rotate in a cyclic order. So he says, but do you know what is our problem? Our problem is the moment the pendulum goes to the happiness side, we, see, we press it there. Please wait. <laughs> But pendulum will push you to the misery side. As Swamiji says in his Gyanujaga lectures, happiness and misery are the obverse and reverse are the same coin. If you want happiness, you will have to take misery. There is no other way. What is our goal? Vedanta says, transcend both. Transcend both. What is there? This world is the pairs of opposite, happiness, misery, profit, loss, this, that, good, evil. All the time, thesis, antithesis. This whole world is built that way. We cannot help it. Light and shade. I remember in our Vedanta class, one teacher used to tell us, if you live with the sun all through your life, 
Do you have any knowledge of darkness? No. Because you live all the time with sun. Similarly, the moment we enter the world, we have this happiness and misery. No escape, no escape, no escape. And there is only one way to escape it, self-knowledge. At that time you transcend the pairs of opposite. That is the state of Samadhi. In Samadhi, at that time, you are above. That is the fourth stage. Do you know how does it work? In Manjuku Upanishad, there is a called Ayomatma Chyotushpat. There are four parts of this Atman. First, waking state. What do you do in the waking state? You perceive, enjoy this world through the senses. Second, dream state. You perceive this world through the mind. Dream world. This is sense world, dream world. Third is Shushupti state, dreamless sleep state. In dreamless sleep state, what happens? You go to sleep. Where is your mind at that time? All senses, all mind, the entire mind, all are gone. Where do they go? Did you ask any time that why does the mind go in dreamless sleep? It goes to the cosmic ignorance. Who preserves your body at that time when your mind is not there? Who preserves the body? In sleep, deep sleep stage, prana. It is the prana is preserving the body. If prana is not there, you are dead. If one portion prana is not there, paralyzed. Try to think, thousands of years ago, these rishis, the sages of the Upanishads, how they meditated the whole spectrum of human life and human body. How this body functions. So waking state, dream state, sleep state. Behind the sleep state, believe, what happens? The moment sleep state, you come back early in the morning, again our husband, wife, children, car, home, job, everything comes back. Where do they stay? It is all in the mind. How Vedanta explains? But you know, in every state consciousness remains. I am talking, my consciousness is awakened. In dream state, consciousness is there. Sleep state, consciousness is there. And then, fourth stage is called Turiyo, fourth, transcend this thing. That stage is called Samadhi. Then in that stage, we transcend both good and evil. That is our goal. All human beings are trying to get that stage. 
I will be unperturbed. Happiness, misery will not disturb me. I will be established in my own self. All human beings are seeking that state. Do you know where what is that state? Param Shantim. That is the complete peace, full peace. And that is Bhumai Bhushukam. That is the infinite bliss, infinite happiness is only there. Not in the world. Even momentary happiness. Not permanent. All human beings are seeking this permanent happiness, permanent peace. That is only in that fourth state. That is our true nature. That is the reason all the great teachers teach us know thyself. Atmanam Vidhi. All right, up to this tonight. Om Niranjanam Nittamanantarupam Bhaktanukam Padrita Vigrambai Ishabataram Parameshamidyam Tamrama Krishnam Shirasanamamo Jai Maha.